I don't want to give too much away, but I uh, I stacked the deck with John Travolta, so I don't want to say too much. No shit, you did. There's oh, like is that okay? Stack <laughs> <laughs> the deck. You always stacking the deck. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Center. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boys. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. So cool. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. Fabulous boner moments in movies. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here, everything is soft and smooth. (laughs) I'm Felk. That's, of course, a line from Attack of Your favorite Star Wars film. The worst Star Wars prequel. Oh my! Yeah, Felk's favorite. Yeah. No, Revenge Part of the Sith. Part of five, you gave prequel. it. No, Revenge of the Sith. I'm Ballard. Favorite. You are. Who, Who are I? you? Oh, I guess I'm Noli. Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so cool. I want a Star Wars line. I am sick. Just want to throw that out there. So if I sound different, what's wrong with you? I just have a sore throat. Uh, it's been going around. Ballard, Ballard, what's the cure for a sore throat? Come. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay, so Felk, you know. Honey. Um, Lots of honey. What? Two parts honey, oh, one honey. part jism. Ballard actually once gave me very uh, good advice when like, I was getting sick, and he's like, you know what I do? I just gra- buy a gallon of orange juice, and I drink the entire thing. And I did that, and my, I had the worst heartburn. I think I threw up immediately. <laughs> I was like, you can't, you're not meant to drink a full gallon of orange juice. All right, I have to. I have to admit something. So it didn't work. I've literally never had heartburn in my entire life. That's yeah, insane. that makes sense. I don't know what it feels like, and whenever my wife has it, she, she's like, "I have heartburn." I'm like, "What is that like? What is, what is it exactly?" She's like, "It's like your heart's on fire. It's like in your throat, and it's up." In, and I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. I've never had." It's heartburn. acid reflex. You have a your your stomach produces too much acid, so it starts to try and like upchuck everything, which means the acid comes up, so it hits you oh, right in the sternum where your heart is, and that's why it feels like something wrong with your heart, but it's actually in your stomach. I've got this giant, like, essentially cast iron pot of a stomach, and it, everything goes in there. It just boils nice and fine, and then it comes out yeah. as just hardcore shit or diarrhea the next day. You're the perfect human being. I'm the built, built by design. He's definitely the perfect soldier. Universal. Yeah. So what's everyone drinking? What are you drinking? I'm drinking the best damn cream soda, an alcoholic cream soda. What? Oh, shit. I've never heard of this. Does it taste like cream soda, or does it, like, feel like it's... Something else. It tastes like cream soda with just that alcoholic tinge, kind of like a Jack and Coke ting of oh. alcohol. Phil, that's a very strange choice. You are surprising me daily or weekly. I would like that. I think I enjoy that one. I like to think every minute with me should be surprising. I think it is. What are you drinking? I am drinking a Lost Coast Brewery watermelon wheat ale. Do you have a second drink like a John Daly hidden in the background? I do not. Not tonight. Not tonight. Very tame for you, gentlemen. Um, I'm drinking a old-fashioned. That's it. On the rocks? Well, yeah. Okay. I, I think you're supposed to have at least some ice in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How much ice? Is it a ball ice? I have a block of ice, like a uh, one one cube. A huge cube? It's medium size. Wait, do you have like a big cube ice cube tray? Of course I do. Do you really? And I have ball ice cube trays, and I have a Star Wars ice cube tray. 
I have I have Star Wars. I have three Star Wars ice cube trays. I have three different ball ice cube, tr uh, uh, whatever. There's the the one ball cube. I don't have like a tray of them. Phil, do you have balls? Yeah, so I have ice cube ball makers. Welcome to Ice Cast. All right, everyone, chill. <laughs> the coolest cast on the internet. Bundle up, boys. There's a storm coming. Where we discuss ice and all the great ways to make ice. Cool party. Cool party. And you know what the scary thing is, is that we, if we were a podcast about ice, we'd probably have better numbers. Let's just talk about ice for the rest of the podcast. Who is your favorite rapper with ice in their name? Oh, definitely Ice-T, because he, he, you know, strongly believes he did not take uh, David Bowie's song and, and completely steal it. That was Vanilla Ice, you dummy. So I said Ice-T. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Vanilla yeah. Ice. <laughs> he said Ice-T. There's also Ice Cube. And I believe several others that I don't remember. Ice Cube's all right. And LL Cool J, who is just like a play on ice because he's got cool. Uh, Deeper, bluer. My head is like a short Uh huh. There's Ice Cream, and his uh, hit track was I Ain't No Vanilla. Deeper, bluer. My head is like a short Uh, So, guys, wait, Noli. First, I have a question for you, Noli. Have yeah. you seen Black Panther yet? Yeah, I did. You did? I saw it. Nice. What'd you think? No spoilers. Oh, no spoilers, but my favorite part was when Killmonger was like, Yo, Black Panther, you got a huge bush. I'll burn it all. I'm gonna burn it all. And then Black Panther was like, Don't burn my bush. I love my bush. And Killmonger was like, I'll burn it all. I'm gonna burn it all. And then he burned his pubes. Wait, what? Have you seen the movie or not? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> oh, you have not seen the movie? But that was my favorite part. <laughs> well done. But yeah, Chadwick had a huge bush in that movie, huh? I get. I don't know. That's Spoilers. not the movie I saw. I thought you were actually talking about an actual fucking scene in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna burn it all. I'm gonna burn your bush down. What did what did Killmonger say again? I'll burn it all. I'll burn the, I'll burn it all. I'll burn your bush down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does say that. Just, just he's actually not talking about Black Panther's pubic hair. Well, he should be. Hmm? He should be. I'm gonna burn it all. I'd watch that movie. Um, yeah, you definitely see the movie, um, and you should then listen to our spoiler cast, which is uh, our last episode, episode fifty-seven, and it's a pretty good spoiler cast with some nice little South Park references in it. And uh, what? A Michael Douglas reference—that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Nice. Well, oh, Black Rain. No, you'll have you'll have oh. to see. Well, I, I definitely plan on seeing Black Panther. Just the stars have not aligned yet for me. But everyone else saw it, apparently. Yeah, so I rewatched every Lethal Weapon. A scene in, in Lethal Weapon 3 that takes place right outside my apartment. And it's just weird because, like, so much of it's still the exact same in 1992. Uh, uh, I won't say what scene as to not dox myself. But, yeah, I ended up, we watched uh, two, and I, I rewatched uh one, three, and four after that, and uh, did not realize how much uh, propaganda, I won't say liberal propaganda, but mostly propaganda is in those movies. Oh, the first, uh, the first Lethal Weapon is pro-weed. First Lethal Weapon is very pro-weed, although also with like the asterisks of like, but it's illegal right now, so you shouldn't be doing it. Uh, and it's anti-NRA. That's the fourth one. I didn't, does the first one have anti-NRA stuff? No, but I'm just saying Lethal Weapon series in general. Yeah, well, yeah, the third and fourth one especially. But the first one also has the the uh, bumper sticker. It says, uh, free South Africa in apartheid now, which is yeah. most people are in agreement on that uh, in 2018 <laughs> that apartheid was bad. Uh, and then that's the plot of the second movie. In the second movie, uh, Murtaugh's daughter is wearing uh, – it's a white T-shirt. It says pro-choice. Uh, second one also has 
don't no eat tuna. No shit, really? Yeah. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, also, don't eat, don't eat tuna is mentioned twice in the movie because uh, at the time, don't eat tuna. Uh, way too <laughs> dolphins, much. Man. There was dolphins and tuna. Uh, was dolphin and tuna. And like, you know what else there was? What? There was diplomatic immunity. <laughs> diplomatic immunity has just been revoked. Uh, because mm-hmm. in the 80s, wasn't there like a diplomat from somewhere who murdered someone and couldn't get arrested for it? I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the yeah, third one is anti uh, hollow point or armor piercing bullets. Cop killer bullets, they keep calling Yeah, them. yeah, that's like that's like partly like kind of like anti NRA, I would say. Yeah, and well, the first one also has uh, anti uh, mental health like stigmas because there's mm-hmm. the whole thing where nobody wants to work with Riggs because either they think he legitimately is crazy or they think he's trying to get on crazy disability. Crazy pension. So and and I would say the first one's very anti uh, cars in living rooms. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's very anti roof jumpers too. They really want to jump. Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Wait, I what do you do mean? It. Wait a minute. What the- it is. And the second one's very anti uh, bombs in the bathtub or bombs in the toilet. Lethal weapon two. This time. They're not taking any crap. Kind of derailing my point, but the fourth one also then has like. <laughs> Uh, very liberal anti-NRA like propaganda like all over the police station and I was like what is up with that and I looked it up Danny Glover not only required it or he wouldn't come back he also no way. He, he snuck he he snuck into the sets in the middle of the night and put them back up yeah what? Danny Glover's a huge activist DG he, he's been an activist at Berkeley before he was even a uh, actor yeah he, he's big time I did not know this he's fucking setting people on fire what? <laughs> Allegedly. There really is no there really is no theme to the Lethal Weapon series. Uh other than like Mel Gibson is badass and that oh, uh yeah. you know uh Donald Glover and Donald Glover. Danny no, Glover is getting too old there's, for the shit. There's a theme. Friendship? No, family. Which Fast and the Furious ripped off. I guess. Yeah, it's like is 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 Riggs like family in the way that Dom has family. I Guys, guess, the something? last line of four is we're family. That's how the movie ends. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah oh but it also, God. that shot includes a lot of characters who are barely characters in the movie. It's weird. Like, the captain's there, too. Is the captain family? Chris Rock that's there. They've only been there for one movie, too. Yeah, so Chris, captain, oh, my The captain's God. been there for four movies. It's Richard Donner's cousin, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. It's cousin, yeah. yeah well, it's just anyone who's been in all the movies since, well, except for Chris Rock, you know, they just wanted to give a shout out. I know this isn't a boner moment, but I, I I really do think the second one's the best, followed by the first one, then the fourth one, and then the third one. The third one's awful. What? The third one's my favorite. Third one's boring. <laughs> the the third villains one is the best. Can't even the third remember the, the villains. worst villain by far. Uh, yeah, j- like Jack Tractor <laughs> or something, or Jack Travis or something, something awful. He's a he's, he's selling guns but pretending to be a real estate developer. That's all I remember about him. And he's an ex-cop too, I think, right? Yes, dirty cops. Oh, police corruption is another thing they take on. Oh yeah, because they deal with uh, like even even Riggs is like, hey, Danny Glover, take the money, man. Take nobody cares. It's drug money, just take it. Danny Glover's like, nah. I also think three is anti. Uh, Bombs and buildings, too. It is. I'm thinking we should cut the blue wire. Hey, wait! What? That's not what I'm thinking. And anti-killing cats. They don't want to kill any cats in three. <laughs> See? All done. Rog. Yeah. Grab the cat. Grab the cat. It's anti-hero because they get demoted for trying to defuse a bomb. 
I love, I love, okay, I love A, that the third one starts with the, the building blowing up and they don't get it right. And then B, I love the third one because the next set of scenes is literally them as like, like, um, street officers. officers. Yeah. I love that. They're like, you know, traffic cops and stuff like that. That's and they awesome. stop an armored car robbery. You have the right to remain unconscious. Anything you say ain't gonna be much. They do. Still That's badass. Cool. And I love when he puts his uh, huge mullet into a ponytail. Oh, yeah. Has a little man bun going on. Yeah, I he does. The the the, uh, the Riggs haircut in the fourth one is disappointing. I forgot that they just gave him Mel Gibson's haircut. Yeah, that was bad. I wanted the mullet. Riggs would never cut his hair. Well, the fourth one's anti-flamethrower. Oh, definitely anti-flamethrower. The opening, of, the opening of four is so fucking terrible, though. I mean, it's it's Firefly oh, I love from it. Batman, and, and I it is, love it. Oh, you're gonna be a grandfather. I didn't tell you, but you're gonna be a father. Oh, oh that's no, hilarious. Run it's a, out it's my a great underwear. setup. I love that scene. Oh, Seems okay. great. All right. Well, sure. It's that scene, and then there's the shark. There's a shark on the boat. The shark is like, what the fuck is a shark? Oh, this, the shark this movie. The series used to be about a suicidal character learning to want to live again. And like, it's like now it has and like then it became about boats. Chinese, like, uh, you know, traded people. What do you call that? Uh, human trafficking. Another thing, human trafficking. Human trafficking, human trafficking. Also, it, it uh, amnesty for uh, people who were trafficked into the United States rather than shipping them back. And, and, and the fourth one, they just threw in shit that was popular because it was like they didn't know what they were doing. So there's like. Chris Rock's a popular comedian. Let's have him just show up and do stand-up comedy material, even though it, it doesn't apply to the rest of the movie. And listen, oh, this Jet Li can do kung fu. Let's have him. Jet Li was awesome. Jet Li is awesome. In it. He just yeah. he feels inserted in. Can we I get feel, a Jet I'm, Li? A, I'm happy as an American that they put Jet Li as the villain because then I got to know who Jet Li was. Yeah, he's the villain. I would not have known who Jet Li was before that, honestly. I would not have seen um, Fist, uh, Fist of Legends or whatever it is. It's a great, great movie. Great Chinatown chase, but even greater freeway chase. Ugh. They, Ugh, that, that dude, they killed, or no, they injured a stuntman um, in that uh, street, uh, going through the building when they actually bust through the building on the other end, go through the window out back onto the freeway. They actually hit a stuntman, and that's in the movie. You can see that stuntman gets hit, and like, and it paralyzed the dude or something, like fucked up his spine and everything. Dude's yeah, you know what? Up. I don't think you have a real movie until you hurt, injure, or kill a stuntman. That, that happened also in Road Warrior, so like, that's interesting that Mel Gibson's. He's a lot of blood on his hands. Maybe, maybe Mel Gibson's setting up stuntmen that know too much. Nobody can touch me. Well, guys, we got an email, and um, we should we should uh, we should respond to the email. We'll do it live on air. So um, the email subject was "fuck you," and then the oh. email body was "in the ass." And oh. this was from a oh. at gmail.com. Hey, oh. don't, don't put my email address out there. <laughs> All right. So that was from. And that was an email from Noli. Hi, Noli. What a wonderful email. Thank you, Nolan. Oh, you're welcome. What I write? Fuck you in the ass? Yeah, yeah. Your subject line was fuck you, and the email body was in the ass. Oh, perfect. I was either drunk or channeling you. Fuck you in the ass. Well, I appreciate both options that, that would have come out of that. So thank you very much. Um, actually, okay. guys, we did get... A YouTube comment once again from Cleavon Bradshaw. Who is this guy? I love this guy. Uh, we have a comment on YouTube for our episode 56, Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend, commentary track from Cool Boy Nation's very own number one guy, Cleavon Bradshaw. My number one guy. You are my number one guy. 
Yvon writes, vintage Sean Young in Blade Runner, and Stripes is deaf hot. Is she in Stripes? I don't remember her she, in Stripes. She is in Stripes. She's one of the other uh, girls that goes, like, you know, behind lines and all that shit with them when they have to, like, go do all, like, all the real shit. So Cleavon is a baby and Sean Young fan, apparently. Apparently. Very odd, huh? Yeah, very weird how Ballard has a lot of friends who like baby. It's that true. Is strange. Cleavon, keep the emails and comments coming. We appreciate you. We do. And, and uh, tell us what you thought of Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. And check out, you know. Oh, yeah. Give us your cool boy ratings, please. I want to know. Tell, yeah. Tell us your cool boys. Because if it's above one or two, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> cool boy nation. If you enjoy Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend, like I guess Cleavon Bradshaw does, and Cool Boy Andy and Cool Boy Dorn do, then please check out our Patreon page and you can sync up our full Cool Boy commentary track with your next viewing of Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. And enjoy all nine of our fabulous boners, including the four boners that didn't make the cut down for the episode. Once again, you can find the full Cool Boy commentary track on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Guys, 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 guys. Before our boners get very fabulous, we have just one quick question submitted by Cool Boys Nation's very own number one guy, Justin is hard. Uh-oh, he's back. Would you rather, Justin writes, pick the hottest woman, in your opinion, in the world, and eat shit straight from her ass. Most eat entire shit. Sure, he meant must. <laughs> yeah, yeah, must. Yeah. Must or eat entire shit. must eat entire shit. Or pick the hottest man, in your opinion, Cavill. in the world, and let him fuck you in the ass for 20 minutes. I already, I've already made up my mind. What is it? Uh, I'll let you guys go first. Wait, what do you mean? You can't just be like, I made up my mind and then... All right, I will go until you go. Here's my opinion on this. (laughs) Ballard, who's the hottest woman in your opinion? Oof. Right now, I would have to say... You're going to say Alexander Daddario. Mine's obvious. Mine's easy. Yeah, Felk is Angela White. Nope. No, no, she's behind a favorite porn star if I can fuck her. No one made that assumption. I was trying to think of one of those SI women that just came out, one of those swimsuit models from the news, Uh you know... Sports Nina Agdell. No, not her. I, I, out of all of them, I would want maybe go, go with Alexis Wren. Alexis Wren? Is she an SI now? Yeah. She must be 18. Okay. Well, good for her. You, you assumed that mine would be Angela White, but Angela White is for if, like, um, I can do whatever because I know Angela White's what she's down with. I mean, with the mm. porn star. But if I'm just picking hot woman, yeah, it can be any girl in the world. Who's, who, yeah. who's, who's the hottest? Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. No really? way. Taylor Swift? No she's, way. She's perfect. Is she? I love That's Taylor. your perfect girl? I, I didn't love know that Taylor. was your perfect girl. I love Taylor. That's amazing. You're a Swifty? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's pretty for sure. Shake it off. Yeah, shake yeah. it off, Phil. Shake it off. How many I, times do you shake it off a day? Enough. Have you shaked it off to any of those uh, those deep fakes of Taylor Swift? Uh, No comment. <laughs> she's perfect. I'll go with, I'll go with Alexander Daddario for the sake of for, you know everything yeah. else. I'll go with her. So anyway, whether it's Taylor Swift, Alexander Daddario, Holly Berry, Marissa Miller, fucking any Sports Illustrated model, any Victoria's Secret model, at the end of the day... Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, whatever, Kate Upton. At the end of the day, it's just poop. And all poop tastes the same. 
It doesn't matter if they're hot or if they're fucking macho man Randy Savage shooting a fucking hot steamer down your throat. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. Poop sucks. Yeah. They can't handle the macho man Randy Savage. Poop is disgusting. All poop. Doesn't matter if the girl's hot or shit. Poop's gonna be gross. I don't want to eat any poop. Do I get to fuck her afterwards? Yeah, it, it, Justin, it wasn't, Justin's heart isn't clear if we get to fuck the girl afterwards. It just sounds like we're just eating poop straight from her ass. And she must think I'm really it. cool if I eat her shit, right? She must be like, oh, yeah, totally. He just ate my shit. He's super cool. I'm not doing the shit eating. I don't know who would be yeah. into that. So my, my, my answer is that I would take the hottest guy. I just let him go to town. I, I'd enjoy it. Who? I'd say, Who's that? Do it. Who's your hottest man? Keanu. Take me. Take me, Keanu. I'd go with Tom Cruise. Or Nick Cage. Wow. Tom Keanu for 20 minutes would be pretty amazing. I think you're I think you're onto something. You see, I would maybe do it, but I would have to take 1986's Tom Selleck, and then I think I would be down. Oh man, that's a hot bod. And that mustache? I don't think you can time travel with this one. I think it's gotta be modern day. Oh, uh, modern day? Yeah. Oof. There's the, Justin doesn't seem to invoke the supernatural for his. So <laughs> then it's gotta be like it's gotta be a guy that's hot enough but can also be like like feminine enough. I think Channing Tatum might work. Oh, well, that's a that's a very solid choice. Um, yeah, and honestly, why wouldn't you rather just take twenty minutes of that than eat an entire shit? I mean, eight to eleven percent of men are gay. Uh, who knows uh, exactly? <laughs> about half of women are, are, are half the world are women. So like. If you say to a lot of people, I got fucked by Channing Tatum, they the, plenty of people would be like, ooh, that's impressive. But if you said, I ate Alexa Wren's shit. A ver- oh, God damn it. <laughs> Alexa doesn't <laughs> try to um, Only a very small percentage would be like, yeah, that's fucking cool, man. That's a cross-section of guys into eating shit and people who know who that is. Like, that's a small... I'm trying to impress people. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to go with Channing Tatum. I'm going to go with Henry Cavill, but whatever. I think we all watched Two Girls in a Cup, and just watching girls poop and then put yeah, it in a like cup it. and then try to eat it, that made me gag and want to throw up. Like That wasn't even real poop. That was moose. They shoved up her ass. Well, um, Justin actually gives us an answer. So I, I, um, I, I, are we all getting fucked by the guy? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. And I honestly, I guess if it wasn't Channing Tatum, yeah, I guess Henry Cavill would work. Yeah, that's a sweet Or Hugh move. Jackman would be fabulous. Or Tom Cruise. I'm sure he's really cool. I said Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. Oh, he'd be very intense about it. He'd be great. No, nah, I think Cruise would laugh a lot. I think he'd be very humorous and have lots of funny moments. He's kind of like that. Respect the cock. Justin Hard's answer is, the black chick from Precious, I'll eat the shit. Wow. Oh. Oh. What's her that name? Gabri Sidibe. <laughs> wow. Academy Award nominee. I guess Justin's just not that into a good time. Cool Boy Nation, if there is a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to move on to our cool boys. Fabulous boner moments in movies. The setup is this. Each episode, all three cool boys have entered 10 different fabulous moments from movies into our cool boy boner hat for a total of 30 possible selections. But we will then draw a total of five moments this episode at random and then talk about all the fabulous boners they gave us. Now, these boners could have sprouted because of a specific heroic shot Maybe it was a one-liner. 
perhaps a musical cue. Maybe it was just a glorious male ass shot walking away from the camera that made your dick rise. <laughs> the ass has to be walking away. Or it's gay ass. I'm still not clear on what that means, by the way. <laughs> Only straight ass here. Not true. If, if you're gay and listening to our podcast, please keep listening. We welcome you. We well, uh, Gay ass here is fine, too. Only straight ass here. <laughs> now, no one has seen each other's selections. So it'll be a nice little surprise, even for us, every time a new boner moment is drawn. One last thing to mention before we start popping some boners. Fucking boners. Each boner moment drawn will have a discussion limit of 10 minutes just to make sure we don't get too engorged. And most importantly, no nipple rubbing allowed. Ooh, I don't know <laughs> why. Rules. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, cool it. boys. Let's grip our rad rods. The first boner from the boner hat is... Our first boner comes to us from a little boy in Northern California named Ballard. Oh, what? It is. What is the most fabulous boner moment from The Matrix? A movie oh. directed by two transgender women. Not the time. They were they were they were brothers at the time. They were brothers. <laughs> yeah. So this is just The Matrix, not the trilogy. Just the wow. First this, film. this is the most straightforward boner you've ever pulled. I know. For Ballard. It is. I'm confused. Um. Oh man. I I guess for me, I think. The bullet time is really sweet, but um, uh, I would have to go that lobby sequence. Please remove any metallic items you're carrying, keys, boost change. Holy shit. That was when you finally got to see the culmination of all this setup, and then it utilized in, in, in the idea that you're watching the one kind of grow into this, like, what will be, you know, Neo will end up becoming... And you saw him and Carrie Ann Moss, whatever, Trinity, just rocking that all of that, like, swat. Freeze! Uh, I thought that was fucking incredible. And it was a great battle sequence with some sweet, what do you got? Gun, gun kati? What's it called? Gun, gun, gun karate? Gun kata? It's called, all right, well, it's called gun kata, but that was officially invented for equilibrium. Oh God! Kind Not of for the they, Matrix, they, but they were they were clearly basing it off that. Yeah, I just love some of the shock. Like when the guys got the shotgun, they come up and they kick him, and they fucking kick the shotgun back around and kick it into him. I love that the whole thing pays off with the tile falling off the pillar in the lobby. It's all about the pillars just bursting in slow mo everywhere as they run by oh, and shoot shit. If yeah, all that slow mo is incredible, and it and it and it's what sets up even the bullet time more. Like you see all this wonderful slow-mo action and then when you see the bullet time it's that much more powerful because now you're seeing like real fucking slow-mo and it sets that up but that's mine that's my fabulous bonus yeah the movie was weird and good and great and interesting up until that point and when he said guns lots of guns and then they walked into that lobby yeah i mean that was the culmination of everything and that was just when i realized i was like i am watching like greatness right now yeah my problem with that scene looking back is that th those aren't uh, agents they're shooting. Those are just people. Yeah, they're plugged in the matrix. Yeah. Well, we, you know, it's, it's, it's essentially just nobodies if, we're, if they're in the matrix. It's nobodies. Casualties yeah. of war. I guess, but it, when you think war. about it, like, it is kind of fucked up that they are just killing people who were slaves themselves. Exactly. Uh, that's they're why I. They're freeing them. They're freeing them. I think the That's best the way I look at it. The best scene by far is the the fight between uh, Neo and Agent Smith, like the the subway fight. You're empty. So are you. 
that that that's that's where the movie elevated to me. Like, where it's like, Ooh, this is showing so me things. I, that's great. That are I've never seen before. And I still, shortly after that, I was in junior when I when I, when I saw the movie because I didn't see it in theaters because I got um, we tried, but we were sixteen. We couldn't get into the R-rated movie, so I didn't see it till it came out on digital video disc. And uh, shortly after seeing it, I got into a fight, and I thought <laughs> I at, at, at my high school, and I thought. <gasps> I'd be able to like do all that shit because I seen the movie. <laughs> I, I wanted to throw the punch, throw the punch, and do that, and, and extend my my hand out so that it uh, chokes the Adam's apple, just like Neo did to Agent Smith. And yeah. I immediately got like putting a headlock in my arm around my back because I fighting is fast. You do not have the time to slow mo everything and like reason each move. That does not work in the real world. Fighting Thank is much know. faster than it is in the Matrix. You know, for me, The Matrix, 1999, that summer, along with Phantom Menace, uh, it really inspired me. And I made a movie with Cool Boy Dorn and our buddy Dave. And it's called, uh, I think it's called The Unforgiven or Unforgiven. There might be a movie already called that. <laughs> and um, it's and I where I, I utilize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clint Eastwood film? Academy Award winner? Ba- yeah, but exactly. And it's kind of based on this, the song, the Metallica song. But um, I did like I did that bouquet of fists <laughs> shit that they did in the Matrix. I like did that effect. I was so inspired by the visual effects of the Matrix and all that shit. Yeah, like all that fighting stuff when he's fighting Agent Smith in the subway and he's like the jacking off effect, multiple hands going up and down on your cock. That's it. I, well, that's how I masturbate. Oh, I knew that about you. Bouquet of fists. I pu- I'm just punching my dick t- like over and over again, super fast. Yeah. Another scene we all forget about is when uh, the helicopter lowered down and Neo was in it and he has the fucking mm. Gatling gun and just unloads hell. Ugh, yeah, I, I always picture shot. that um, when when uh, uh, Morpheus jumps out of the building and Neo catches him from falling, that Morpheus looks up like Lois Lane does in Superman 1979 and goes, you know, and, he's, and like Neo's like, I got you. And then Morpheus is like, you? but who's got you? I've always, th- <laughs> I, I always say that every time I watch that movie, I actually say that for whoever's watching it with me. You can I can't fly. help it. You belong up in the sky. This is making me want to watch Matrix again, but then I'm just so disappointed that the two sequels are, like, just poo-poo. Yeah, but you know what? You compare it to the shit that comes out today, and you're like, actually, Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions is, are good and compared to that. Like, compared to what we actually <laughs> see today for the most part. Yeah. If I want a semi, I'll watch the fr- the freeway chase in uh, Reloaded because yep. that's it's pretty hot. It is, but it needs me oh, in I love there. He's your, he's your protagonist. Neo is the protagonist of the Matrix, and then two and three don't have a main character. But you know what? He's in that sword fight happening at the same time, and that's fucking hot as shit, too. No, he's not. The freeway chases uh, happens after he runs outside, goes, shit, and then is just flying to them during the chase. But back to the Matrix, because we can talk about that stuff if that boner ever comes up. I would say the Matrix, the Trinity opening was pretty sweet. Like, that, where it kind of even set up some bullet time and set up, like, her running on the rooftops. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, kind of the effects don't hold up from that scene too well. Um, what jumping through the window? I don't think the window yeah. held up in '99. Yeah, no, they didn't. That's that was the, the where, where they were cheaper because the movie got a cash influx because Keanu actually sacrificed a lot of his salary because uh, for the effects of the helicopter crash because he knew he was in part something special and they had run out of money basically, so he just forego some of his salary so that they could do really cool special effects in post. I knew that, but I didn't know it was specifically for the helicopter crash. Yeah. That's why I'd always let Keanu fuck me. Keanu, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Keanu, if you're listening, Nolan will fuck you. And Nolan's pretty. Oh, no. Not this again. Don't do it again. Nolan's, Nolan's pretty. pretty. He, doesn't he doesn't understand, understand these things. things.
Nolan's pretty. He doesn't understand these things. Dude, I want to fuck you in the ass right now. Keanu, fuck me. I am an FBI agent. Nolan's pretty. Keanu, fuck me. Pull my cock out. Show us your dick. Show us your dick. Show us your whole 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 dick. Keanu, fuck me. I've never heard a bad thing about Keanu Reeves. Never heard a bad thing about him. That's why I don't eat shit. I just let Keanu just bang me to his heart's content. That would be a devastating meat hashtag, me too. Keanu? I don't know if he's ever dated a woman. He might be asexual. He might be asexual. I don't know if he's ever been with No, don't Google it, but he has a very, very rough love life. Huh. Wait, I want to Google it. No, I want to Google it. What do you mean? Don't Google it because you have no internet. His pregnant wife, his pregnant wife, his pregnant fiance died. (gasps) Holy shit. Jesus. How recently was this? Oh, this is like 15 years ago. Oh, okay. So that's not recently. But that's still fucked up. Yeah. I mean, that kind of happened to Roman Polanski too, but he did some things we don't (laughs) feel bad for him. Sharon Tate was pregnant, I think, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways. Sharon Tate was pregnant. Yes, they. that was a baby they cut out of her. Mm-hmm. God, that's fine. Are we talking about that? Dark. <laughs> are, we, are we talking about the Manson murders right now? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I didn't bring us there. Keanu Reeves did. Oh, Keanu Reeves did. Keanu, you <laughs> rascal. But no you fucking fuck rascal, Keanu. All right. Uh, the, we all get our boner moments in for The Matrix? We got our boner yes. moments in, yeah. Uh, a great film. Uh, maybe the top three of the last 20 years. God, it was barely... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm old. Why am I old? Yeah, last 20 years, I think The Matrix might be the best film that's come out in the last 20 years. You do agree with that? Oh, yeah. It's a fucking amazing film. Phil, how about you? Top five? Uh, Top 20? I would say... Five out of five? uh, I give it a five out of five. Um, Although a better five out of five would be Dark City. No way. Or The Gladiator? It's just... It's just... it, It had a lot of ideas that The Matrix used. First. Shall I do... A new boner. Yes. New boner. Okay. The next boner comes from a little boy in Southern California named Nolan. Oh. And the boner yes. simply states, John, John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> what a predicament. Ain't it cool? <laughs> John Travolta. So we'll interpret that as what is the most fabulous John Travolta moment. Yes. Uh, or just the mo- most fabulous John Travolta. Yes. What is your most fabulous John Travolta? All right, well, Noli, why don't you go ahead? Guys, I have a confession right now. What? So I keep notes on all the boners I've submitted and and what my answer would be. I have answers for everything, but on John Travolta, I just have question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Ain't it cool? Question, question marks. marks. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Oh, really? <laughs> now that is between us. Yay! So I don't know. Wow. Yay! Well, okay, I'll, I, I can I mean, go I first can, then. Yeah, I can answer. I have, I guess I have a John Travolta boner. Uh, look who's talking. <laughs> that was, that look was, that was how I was introduced to him. And it, it, that was, that became my everything. And so everything was based around that calibration right there. And, you know, eventually I would know of Greece and, you know, staying alive and uh, what's uh, um, Battlefield Earth. You know, that mm-hmm. wonderful movie, too. And then you get him in Broken Arrow and Face Off and whatnot and moving on. You know, what was he in now? Hairspray? What was those, What was his last movie he was in? Uh, who fucking knows? Uh, it could not have been Hairspray. That was a while ago. Uh, Wild Hogs? Was it Wild Hogs or something? Disney Wild did that? Hogs or Old too. Dogs? 
Uh, you brought up something nice there. Uh, I think he was on his comeback after uh, Pulp Fiction, right? Oh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. and he started doing some uh, movies around there, and I think he he found his villain vibe. And I think when I realized that I I was in love with John Travolta in the early '90s or mid '90s, was his portrayal in Broken Arrow. Maybe the son of a bitch is dead. What a terrible thing to say. Broken Arrow's a badass. Because he is a horrible villain, but somehow it just works. He plays that same villain in every movie he's been a villain. In Face Off, he's the same guy. Oh, totally. And Swordfish. He doesn't know any other villain. He just plays the same villain. You the man. I'm the man. You get licking. (laughs) Would you mind not shooting at the thermonuclear weapon? Not everything ends the way you think it should. What's this this villain's name in Swordfish? Casper Troy or some shit? No, you're thinking of Casper Troy and Face Off. Casper Troy and Face Off. Swordfish? Swordfish, his name is, uh, what's his name of Swordfish? I'm sure it's ridiculous. Who is he? He exists in a world beyond your world. When we only fantasize, he does. He lives a life where nothing is beyond him. He picks what he wants, when he wants. So how do I find him? You don't find him. He finds you. John Travolta's name in Swordfish was Gabriel. Just Gabriel. No, Gabriel Shear. Gabriel Shear. And then uh, Hugh Jackman was Stanley. Been getting a blowjob while he does uh, some hacks. But um, anyway, uh, it was sword. F- it was a uh, broken arrow. When like Christian Slater of all people is like, "You're mad, Deke," and he's like, "Yeah, ain't it cool? You're out of your mind. Yeah, ain't it cool?" Well, Felk, what's your boner? I got look who's talking. Mine's a toss-up between the time he was caught uh, at, at like four in the morning in a gym, oh, uh, a good one. giving a thumbs up. I'm looking for that. Three a.m. Uh, introduced himself <laughs> to a male stranger and wanted to get a selfie with him. He of course has no hair in that shot, which is very funny. But also, I've added if you check our document of uh, a very famous photo from 2016 of John Travolta with. Uh, so John Travolta really is into aviation. His top, oh, yeah, very much his top three interests include acting, aviation, and mystery. Mystery. The mystery is men. Uh, his uh, gay pilot, openly gay pilot, uh, who is flies with all time, Doug Gotterbaugh. And uh, you know, if you got a gay friend, you spend a lot of time with up in the air, piloting and stuff. Perfectly normal for a married straight man to kiss him on the mouth. In front of paparazzi. So John Travolta kissing <laughs> Dave, I think I just said his name, Doug <laughs> Gotterbaugh, uh, <clears throat> on that tarmac is my favorite John Travolta moment because John Travolta is gay and is pretending to be straight because David Miscavige says that you're supposed to pretend to be straight if you're gay in order to succeed in Hollywood. <laughs> what a predicament. And he's sticking with that in 2018 so far, still. Ain't it cool? I, I applaud him for sticking to his guns, sticking to his morals. <laughs> sticking to his guns. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, it, it, gay is fine. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but like... Of course not. You know what, John Travolta? Um, on that note, I will say my other favorite boner of John Travolta is that his actual house has an airport. Oh, his driveway is a runway. That's very cool. But him touching the face... Of Adina Mazel or whatever her real name is. I think he pronounced it Adele Mazine or something. The girl he pronounced the name wrong for the Oscars. Yeah, and the then chick after, from Frozen. Yeah. What? Yeah, the Frozen. She's the chick from Frozen. That's Elsa. 
then when he like had that, that little skit the next year at the Oscars and he just touched her face, it's like you're not just a gay man, John Travolta. You're a you're an alien. You're a, you're an almost. It's like you don't know how human beings work. And who else is also true of Tom Cruise? Tom yeah. Cruise, exactly. It's something wow. weird's going on over something there, man. Weird with them, the the people. They might not be uh, from Earth. Yeah, I mean, is John Travolta even gay, or is it like Tom Cruise, where he's asexual? He's just so weird, like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Well, there's no photos of Tom Cruise kissing men, but if you Google John Travolta kissing men, that is not the only photo you get. <laughs> yeah, no, John Travolta's clearly likes to kiss men. Yeah, or uh, yes, and more. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. But yeah, I mean, I still love John. I, st- I still love you, Johnny. <laughs> well, should I not have done that? Should I just said like, oh, I like Broken Arrow where he smokes a cigarette. That's a good, that's a good bonus moment. He too. smokes weird in, in, in Broken Arrow. Like he smokes like he's like never seen someone smoke a cigarette. It's the fucking weirdest like. Yeah. Big fingers across his mouth. Two fingers always like this. It it's it dramatic. Right. It's dramatic. It's very dramatic. I don't know what the big deal is. I really don't. It's like, yeah, it's very dramatic, but have you ever seen anyone smoke John Travolta? Have you ever seen anyone like interact with a woman before? They don't touch their faces. <laughs> Guys, what, I'm, I'm curious. What's your cool boys on Broken Arrow? Because I know what mine is. Uh, four out of five. <laughs> it's three. It's a weak movie, I think. No, I'm right with you. Four out of five. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's exactly what it needs to be. Can Howie Long act? Let's find out. <laughs> Kelly Long Samantha was Morton, fantastic. Samantha Morton, and she just wears a, a, a park ranger outfit, and she is rocking it the whole time. Her ass looks good. Her ass looks good. And Christian Slater's last great role. But there's one thing. Smile, boys. We're about to retire. He didn't count on. I know his mind works. You gotta let me go after him. Yeah. Oh, he had a hard rain right afterwards. They tried to make him an action hero for a little bit. Didn't work. No, it did not work. Cuffs is amazing, though. No, it's not. Cuffs is a weak movie. So yeah, third boner. Third boner it up. Pulling a boner out of the boner hat. Boner number three. This comes to us from a ballard. Oh, another. What is the most fabulous boner caused by Scarlett Johansson? Hey, big guy. (laughs) Sun's getting real low. Oh. And it says in a movie. I'm not sure why that's added Maybe to uh, not allow leaked iPhone photos. Sure, I would say yeah, that or any paparazzi photos because there's there's a couple like paparazzi memes where it's like, oh, Scarlett Johansson's a lefty, like she's left-handed, and the whole idea is that her tits are just so on display you could barely even tell she's left-handed. Well, it says in a movie specifically, so I'm going to discount under the skin because that is not a movie. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it it's is. Experimental film. It's trash. That's a film, maybe, but movie? No, 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 no. No, you can't use this movie film stuff against me now. Yes, I can. Avengers? <laughs> that's a movie. You can say Avengers all you want, but Under the Skin? That's basically Unchian Andalu. That's like weird shit. I ain't, I ain't taking no, no. Nobody saw that in a movie and was like, yeah, that was a good movie. Now let's watch all Transformers right. 5. Dawn of the Matrix. Then I would <laughs> say that her hottest moment would be her. Her fuck scene in the island. Wow, that tongue thing is amazing. Open your mouth again. 
really? Oh my god, you bastard! <laughs> what I thought, I was, I thought I was gonna pull a rabbit out of the hat and mention an obscure movie that no one saw, but that's The Island because that's the first time I actually watched Scarlett Johansson movie, and I was like, that girl right there, she is very attractive. Yeah, Michael Bay knew it was up. Michael Bay just films girls in a different way. Like he makes them, he takes a girl who's hot and elevates them to like insanely hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was insanely hot, and she was. Yeah. But there's Liv Tyler. But let me make it clear that Scarlett Johansson doesn't do much for me. I mean, she's got the social oh, really? voice. Really? She's like attractive. She's attractive. Oh. But like, it, when when I saw her nude, I was expecting more there, and I was like, oh, that's all you're working with? Oh, that's pretty average. When did you see her nude? And then you didn't, you didn't know what under the skin was. So I've, I've since looked at screenshots and uh, huh. everything you were talking about. I had to see that biscuit. You guys like fucking got huge boners over. She's a little chubby in that movie. She's not that hot. Oh, yeah, because all the pussy shots. Pussy yeah, the pussy guys, shot is your terrible. Pussy shots you guys love so much. I had to, I had I to go look at that shot. pussy shot. I don't love it at all. I was thoroughly disappointed. For some reason, in the island, I thought she had like double D tits, and then I I see her naked, and then she's like working with like small bees. Yeah, bras can do wonderful things. God bless him. God bless him indeed. Her ass is great. Um, I would say uh, the island is great. I like her as Black Widow in the in the first Avengers film, but also I like her as Black Widow, Black Widow, Black, Black Widow, as uh, as um, in Captain America's uh, The Winter Soldier. She's not. She doesn't show off that ass in Winter Soldier though. But when she oh, go, there's that there's that one pose when she walks up to talk to Loki, you her ass yeah. looks so good. And when she's trapped under like a like a thing that fell down on her when she's next to uh, Bruce Banner. It's yes. just like, uh, we're fine, right? Like, her ass looks yes. so good. I have a screenshot <clears throat> of that that runs on cycle on my desktop. Um, I, I love that, yes. I um, the, Another one I would say is the Winter Soldier poster, when she's just all, like, arms <sighs> out. Her oh, that head. was nice. That was actually, that was really good. That was probably her hottest boner moment for me, maybe. Yeah, that was, a pretty good, that was a pretty good one, Ballard. Um, and some people will say the Lost in Translation opening shot, like on her butt cheeks. That's Sofia Coppola's ass. That's Sofia Coppola's ass, man. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it's a, it's a false boner. Yep. Yeah, because Scarlett didn't feel comfortable doing it. It was too sheer. Oh. The panties well, were too sheer. Well, that's another fucking, makes it even shittier. I hate, I hate Lost in Translation. Yeah, I hate that movie. I hate that movie the minute I saw it. I remember being like, this yeah. is garbage. I that was the hype train. I walked into that movie. I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch a good movie right now. And 30 minutes, in, I'm like, this is not good. Was that your first major hype? Like, just destroyed? Like, just like you're just like, this is bullshit hype. Like, or was it like, or, or would you say Phantom Menace was your first like blown out hype? No, Phantom Menace. I was still a young boy and I was still having a good time. My yeah, first blown out hype was. No, I ain't got nada. None of this. Running this. Gunning this. Wow, Wild West 99. For me, it actually might have been a movie we were talking about, which is Batman and Robin, where I walked oh, out of yeah. knowing that I watched a shitty movie and was like, God damn it, I love Batman, but I think uh, that see, was a shitty cool movie. Party. For me, Shoemaker gave me a nice warm bath and lowered me in it nice and gently with Batman Forever and then I, by the time it got really hot with uh, Batman <laughs> Robin so I knew what I was getting with the bat nipples you know and yeah. the thongs up the ass crack yeah the, it was just I remember lights. in summer of whatever it's 97 whenever that came out I wanted to yeah. like I wanted to like that but I walked out with a weird feeling inside me being like I don't know if that was good justice cannot fight alone suit me up Uncle Alfred <laughs> Asking you, friend, partner, brother, will you help me? Here's the thing. Batman Robin is only good now because Batman Begins came out in 2005. 
I, I would say not what, until Rises did we be able to appreciate Batman. Oh no! I as soon as Batman Begins came out, I I went. I was like, dude, all right, Batman Robin. I get it now. Adam West, Burt Ward. I get it now. Thank God I have Christopher Nolan's Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the boner is still the island. I thought Scarlett Johansson looks amazing. She has that bleached blonde hair in that movie. She looks amazing. Maybe it's because she's acting so stupid in it. I think they're going to kill you. I'm going to the island. There is no island. We're not idiots. Well, excuse me, miss. I'm so smart. I can't wait to go to the island. She's so hot the whole movie. She's acting dumb. Like, oh, my God. What is this? Is this my hand? Oh, my God. Are we running? Yeah, but see, that's just like Michael Bay's fantasy, right? From Michael Bay. The idea of just like uh, the hottest chick so stupid she doesn't know about her own hand. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, it's your own hand. It goes around my cock. It wraps around my cock. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. uh, what am I supposed to do with it? Go up and down slowly. Here's some oil. Pours a little baby oil on it. You still think there's an island? Do you think Michael Bay uses baby oil or does he use like Vaseline? Oh, Michael Bay's a Vaseline guy. He's beyond baby oil. Or does he use aloe vera? <laughs> oh, not if he's allergic to vitamin E. My Scarlett Johansson boater. All right, it's out of two. Both are in movies that I was dragged to by girls I was dating at the time. Uh-oh. Uh, one was a 2003. Matt's Point? Matt's no. Point? No. Uh, she's okay in that. I actually saw that. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a hot scene in that one, too. No, it was a 2003 movie called The Girl with the Pearl Earring. Oh. Where she shows oh. side boob. That's the only thing. I saw that in theaters. Only thing I remember about Wait, John Travolta. Girl with the Pearl Earring. John Travolta in that, uh, in that movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> what movie are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, John Travolta harassed Scarlett Johansson Does, at some doesn't, award doesn't show. Doesn't John Travolta have a movie with Scarlett Johansson where he like almost sees her boob? No, not that I can think of. What? Colin Firth and Tom Wilkinson are in that movie as is uh, Killian Murphy. No, John Travolta is not in The Girl with the Pearl Earring. You're thinking, it's, <laughs> Why it's, not? It's, it's, it's a biography about Vermeer, the guy who painted the fucking Girl with the Pearl Earring, and you see her like side boob in that. Google that. Google Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh, a love song for Bobby Long. That's the John Travolta Scarlett Johansson movie. Okay, well, that's not they're what I'm talking about. They're in a movie together. Yeah, they are. Do they share screen time together? They do. He sees her like titty or something almost too. If I, but I could be. I'm, I, I must be got him, the films wrong, mixed up. What? Anyways, the other movie I I, I want to uh, bring it up is the 2009 uh, multi. There was all those like two, like around then all those movies with like ten different stories going on at once. This one was called "He's Just Not That Into You," based on the hit book. She plays a other woman to Bradley Cooper's character who is um, with uh, Vision's oh, wife, yeah. whose name I can't remember now. Jennifer Connelly, um, and uh, she she goes swimming naked at one point and she bounces she out of the water she bounces out of the water and touches oh she yes you want to come in oh i'm sorry i don't trust myself it's okay you can just watch you know you may be the best friend i've ever had <laughs> bounce right like and that's another pg-13 movie that i was drunk to a uh, movie theater screening of because of a girl i was dating and that again is the only thing I remember in that movie was her, those tents just bouncing up. And I know she shows more in other movies. Yeah, but uh, you know what other movie she looks good in is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Don Juan. I fucking hate that movie with a passion. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh is, yeah, that's a good. Me yeah, off that's so a much. good Scarlet. But she looks good in that movie. She does. That's what I'm saying. I hate that movie. So a love song for uh, Bobby Long is a scene where if you guys go to the document, you can see uh, there's some side boob from Scarlet. But that's also a movie in which she. 
uh, gets uh, uh, masturbated, fingered by uh, John Reese Myers or some shit. Some guy like that. I think it's John Reese Myers or whatever. In Match Point? Point? No, no, no. Isn't that in uh, a love song for Bobby? Like he masturbates her in the car or whatever? Dude, nobody point. knows what a love song for Bobby Long is. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a John Travolta Scott Johansson movie. Well, unless that's your boner. I don't know why we're talking about it. Look it up. I, said, I, said, I, told, I sent you a link or a photo. Look at the document I told you. That's from the girl with the pearl earring, this photo you just yeah, put up. Her boobs look great in that movie. That's from the movie I'm talking about. Yeah, No, it's not. Right. That's it's from great. a love song. That's <laughs> from the girl with the pearl earring. I saw it in theaters. I'm 110% positive. That's the scene <laughs> wait, I'm talking about. Wait, wait, look, 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 look. Look again. See, look, keep... see, her boobs look like double D tits there. That's not. That's the girl with the pearl earring. Well, I've been, I have been lied to by the internet. I never... Well, that's a good that's a good boner moment, Phil. You guys were approaching uh, our time limit before we become too engorged on Scarlett Johansson. What do you? Uh, what's her final thoughts? I gotta I gotta go. I think maybe under the skin. You're changing it. You want under the skin where she doesn't look that great. No, she looks so good. It's everything. It's all of it. What? All on display. Yeah, it's it's clear to the island. That was the movie where you know where she looked. You know, nice nice bleach blonde hair and like perfect white jumper outfit with perfect tits Felk, yeah you got yours yeah mine's a love song for bobby long <laughs> I'm, I'm unclear i've I, i've seen it listed for both but i remember i saw it in theaters so i don't remember anymore you saw john travolta then i guess without even knowing it <laughs> it's possible john travolta and scott johansson are plaguing us these last two boners let's get into our fourth boner the fourth boner, I'm debating whether or not I want to re-randomize. Because I, I, I got Nick Cage's hair because I haven't deleted the previous ones. Then I got John Travolta's hair because that's in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to do John Travolta's hair. You the deck. How'd you get? No Ethan Hawke love, but we're going to get John Travolta twice. You got to do John Travolta's hair. <laughs> it's John Travolta's episode, really, then, I guess, technically, yeah, right? You should. You should just do John Travolta's Just do hair. it. Just do it. Nope. Yeah. The boner is. Okay. Very re-randomized. The boner comes from a ballard. Again? That's and a lot of ballards. What is the most fabulous owner moment from Congo? From the best-selling novel by the author of Jurassic Park. The myth of the killer ape is true. Congo, where you are the endangered species. Yes! <laughs> oh god. Yes. Congo. Wow. I've never uh, thought this one would ever show up. Well, it did. It did, unfortunately. Gorgeous boner, too. Just so lovely. Congo. My boner moment is every time Amy did sign language and you yeah. heard her go, Amy, Amy, Amy like, Amy. Amy don't like Batman or whatever. Amy, Amy raindrop drink. That's what she calls martinis. Amy wants raindrop drink. <laughs> really, raindrop drink? Does she really call that? <laughs> Amy, what's rainbow raindrop drink? Raindrop. <laughs> it's uh, boo- uh. I like. I like that the Congo. Honestly, my biggest boner moment is that the gray apes at the end of the movie, which is a old African legend, actually ended up becoming a real thing called the Billy Ape, the Bondo mystery ape that they found in 2007 oh, and, right. and is now a real giant fucking chimpanzee that's the size of a gorilla. And they don't just have like a silver back that goes gray. They all actually go gray and they, it's a fucking real ape. They discovered in 2007. It's fucking crazy. Michael Crichton wrote about it in, in the book, the novel Congo. And it was later in, put in the movie. Real thing. 
That's my boner. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I can say about Congo other than it's Congo? I could have done more on Nick Cage's or uh Travolta's hair. I could have done yeah, more on Uh Congo. Um Cool Boys for Congo. I would give it a two and a half out of five cool boys. Yeah, it's it's easy to it's like yeah, I would maybe give it two. I have I've seen it on Netflix and I've been like, nah, not gonna nope. Uh, Bruce Campbell's in it. Um so maybe that's my boner. He dies early on in the film. Yeah, and it has that like really generic '90s dude, right? Like it was like the guy that runs Amy's life or whatever. Yeah, he went on to be a star of Nip Tuck. Winston, Winston. Oh yeah, he was oh, yeah. Nip Tuck. Yeah, Winston is the uh, African uh, travel guide. Yep, with the, he's got the laser gun. The, for me, the obvious moment is when they start, where Laura Linney starts shooting the super apes. With the laser gun. Put him on the endangered species list. Yeah, and, Kathy, cool and they just catch on fire, and then the volcano's coming, and then some of them just jump into the fire. So ancient is on fire all the over fire. the place. They fall into the fire, yeah. No, that is my scene, the gray apes and everything. Oh, I said Amy, didn't I, technically? You yeah. said Amy. You said Amy giving sign language, which is definitely a boner moment. I mean, when yeah. I saw that, I mean. Yeah, that's that's my boner, but I love the gray on. apes. Yeah, Laura Linney putting the crystal into her gun and igniting it and shooting fucking apes. <laughs> yeah, with lava taking out the temple I guess ruins. I guess that's the boner moment for Congo. That's the only boner. What about the satellite uh, uh, sequence above Earth in the beginning that's worse than the Twister satellite sequence? Like, it's so bad. It's like Earth's like this weird blue out-of-focus circle, and the, and the satellite is just a, it's like a really horrible CGI model. I guess the moral, moral of the story is I, I have to go back and watch Congo mm. for bad special effects. Moral of the story should be you should go back and watch Twister. Oh, dude, I love Twister. Don't even get me started. I love Twister, but, man, it does not hold up. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Biggest dick in the world. I, I, oh, man, it wasn't yeah. good when it came out. R.I.P. Helen Hunt. No, I, Twister, when it came out, it's, Twister's still a four out of five movie for me. I love Twister. Oh, yeah. Nothing takes away from the story and the impact and the adrenaline rush, but the effects don't hold up. No, whatever. The effects don't hold up for Wizard of Oz. Color. I, <laughs> I haven't seen Twister in over 10 years. Is it that bad? It's that bad. Yeah, it is. The tornadoes look like shit now. What? That's unfortunate. They look they look blurry and like cheating, like CGI cheating now compared to like you look at it now. You're like, oh, that looks like almost asylum level. How about Twister? Yeah. Yeah. Asylum level is a good way to describe its effects. But you have Philip Seymour Hoffman running in the frame. It's coming. Yep. You got a lot of dead people in that movie. That's weird. There's a lot of dead people in that movie. Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt's dead. (laughs) I like the scene where Helen Hunt um, is uh, after her shower or her bath. Yeah, she gets a nice side boob. And like, what's his face? Uh, 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 the main, the main guy, uh, Bill Paxton, is like, you know, watching her, and he starts drawing her. I have to draw you. He starts drawing all of her beautiful body all the way down, and he like gets, you know, her back all the way, and he have to. pulls her towel down a little bit, I so know he you're just doing. her butt crack, and she like, you know, she likes it, so she goes further. What's the line? You're why cavemen chiseled on walls. Bill Paxton says that. No, that's a fucking a scene from uh, As Good as It Gets with Greg here. And that's what he says to her when he, when that scene's happening. You're my caveman painted on walls, which is in Family Guy. See if you can find that reference. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Come back here. What? I have to draw you. You're my caveman painted on walls. <laughs> Anyways, what was the what was our conversation again? Congo. 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 <laughs> Great boner moments from Congo. Jurassic Park. If you want to listen to more Jurassic Park shit, check out our... Episode 56, Baby Commentary, where we talk about dino boners. 
Are you putting it in a butter or have the butter hat then? Pull a big one. Well, it's a big one. I've already I've already randomized. I've already I've already got it. Um, Please tell me it's abs from three the film three hundred. It's one of mine. <gasps> First folk one tonight. First folk one tonight in a cerebral <gasps> one. Uh-oh. This one's a thinking one. So put on your oh. thinking caps. My boner cap. What is? Oh, that's a very good cap for this. What is the gayest movie of all time? <laughs> Most fabulous gayest film of all time? Most Just fabulous. gayest in this one. I don't think most fabulous is so ingrained in gayness that you don't. It's almost redundant. No, it's part. It's part of the title. It's got to be. All right, fine. What is the most fabulous gayest movie of all time? Batman and Robin. To me, it is Batman and Robin, which has already been discussed on the podcast quite a bit. It was its own thing. (laughs) Even tonight. But it was the answer to even tonight. This is what happens when you let a gay man direct. A movie that has, I mean, Batman and Robin, I guess, together the two of them have a little bit of homoerotic tension between them. But you can do that Mm. story straight as fuck. Dark Knight Rises, kind of. You can do that without (laughs) a hint of it. Straight as fuck. You don't have to put nipples on Batman. You don't have to have, you can introduce Poison Ivy, all sexy, as discussed in our upcoming Batman and Beyond episode number five for Pretty Poison. Oh. You should listen to that. That you can introduce Poison Ivy all sexy, even in a animated kid show, without having six muscular ripped dudes take off their gorilla costumes and show their muscles, and then lay down on the floor so she can walk while talking like a fucking drag queen. Just what I had in mind. Everything dead on earth except us. Yes. Her character is divine. From Pink Flamingos. That's how her delivery reads. Everything about that movie, from the nips to the ass to the dick, the the opening of that movie. Dick shot, ass shot, 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 dick shot, ass shot. Dick shot. Car shaped like a dick rises from the ground. That's the Batmobile because it's shaped like a dick. I mean, there is that's just what happens. Like Joel Schumacher has made like eight millimeter. He made falling down, flatliners, time to kill. You never know that that director also threw like boy orgies with Roland Emmerich and shit. But he did, and unchecked for some reason with. Giving getting full reign to direct the Batman and Robin movie after Batman Forever outgrossed the Tim Burton movies, he was given carte blanche to do whatever he wanted, and he made it one word: fabulous. Three, two, one, jump. Everything: lasers, lasers, smoke, disco, disco ass, ass, dick, dick everything, everything, everything. Uh, wow. <laughs> Is that Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. And yeah, he shows her ass in that movie. Um, apparently, in the director's commentary, he talks about how like people didn't like like he sexualized both Batman and Nicole Kidman so much. Uh, he sexualized the actor so much. He goes, "That's what actors are there for. You make them look sexy. <laughs> really? Make it sexy. That's what you're supposed to do with them." And I'm like, "All, all right, uh, that that makes sense to that. me." And everything, like, just the 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 cod piece. 
that they put. I mean, granted, it's more on 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 a uh, Robin. It's a little more overt in uh, Batman Forever, where he walks down, but you still get you still get a close up of his dick in Batman and Robin. That's the gayest movie of all time. Arnold Schwarzenegger, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thurman, Alicia Silverstone, a Joel Schumacher film. Strength now. Partners. Partners. Courage always. Partners. Family above all. Batman and Robin. I don't know if I can disagree with that. That that was that that convinced me. I think. Yeah, that's pretty. That's uh, that's that's pretty good. I I think I might. There is one film. Oh, what is it? From 1987 that might rival Batman and Robin. It's not gay, but it definitely is very homoerotic. Oh yeah, I knew where you were going with this. And we know what we're talking about here. Let's go. Bodies okay, in slow it's a very much a highway to the danger zone. It is. Bodies working overtime. Ooh. But that's that's not really a game. Knock, 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 knocking on wood. No, that's that could, that qualifies. I think. No, I, I think, think folks said it best back in that episode. It's a movie celebrating men and their beautiful bodies. It's the bodies of boys and the the beauty of planes. Yeah. The bodies of boys and the beauty of planes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think Top Gun would have been uh, my my pick, too, um, until I remembered uh, my childhood oh God. and that I watched this uh, series of films uh, that were great. I mean, my friends and I got together all the time and we checked up. We, we would we would check them out of the uh, old, you know, blockbuster or Hollywood video. And if you go to the document, guys, you'll see the uh, poster art. For uh, the uh, <laughs> these were not from your childhood. One, two, three, what is this four. Movie? What the fuck movie is this? These were not from your childhood. That's clearly from like two thousand and four. I grew up on eating out, eating out <laughs> two sloppy seconds, eating out three all you can eat, and eating out four drama camp. Is this a, are these gay porns? I'm very confused because there's women on these. These are these are real gay. These are gay videos. These are gay films. Okay, they're like on on par with Strictly Ballroom or I Love You Philip Morris or Moulin Rouge. So yeah, eating out. Uh, so this is the uh, the, uh, the the quick little tag for eating out. A gay internet connection is made, but entanglements ensue due to a hiding behind the name and photo of a straight male stripper who happens to return to the area. And right there. I was hooked, and I, I and as a child, <laughs> little baby boy Ballard in two thousand nine was watching this incredible gay movie. Wait, Ballard, can you read me the uh, actors' names for eating out two sloppy seconds? Oh, absolutely, of course, I know them by heart. So that would be um, the first actor is uh, Jim Veros. He plays Kyle Verreros. Then you have <laughs> Emily Brooke Hands, and she's Gwen Anderson. Rebecca Koken. Yeah, Wait, not important. No, no. We, which names do you want? Brett Chuckerman. <laughs> yes. Marco Wait, Dapper. And oh, Meek Brett Chuckerman. Yeah, of course. I remember him. It was he was uh, Mark Everhard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Super cool names. Yeah, uh, this, this this movie was amazing. Yeah, you're gonna stop uh, there. You're guy. not gonna read the the pull quote on the box. Makes Borat look tame, says the stranger. I know, and I was like eight years old when I uh, saw Borat. So uh, I seriously doubt any of that's true. <laughs> and, and so, 2006, I was like ten. I was watching Sloppy Seconds, eating out too. Of the tagline, "Are you ready for seconds?" 
Are but you made eating out someone? is something that you do to a pussy. I mean, I guess you can eat out an asshole. And there's two guys. But, like, yeah, is this gay guys. or not? There's women in every photo. I'm very no, confused. No, it's, but uh, eating out three, all you can eat. Ballard, can you read the tagline for that one? Absolutely. A, a fast-paced delivery oh of one-liners with a conveyor belt of buffed to perfection man candy. <laughs> I just saw one and two. I didn't realize that if I scrolled down, I'd see three and four. And no women in three or four's covers. Yeah, no. A no, conveyor just belt three dudes just of man hanging candy. out. Three cool boys. And clip art of a city? <laughs> like, what city is that? <laughs> looks like Houston to me. No, it's not. It's always Houston. <laughs> it's definitely Houston. You would not recognize the Houston skyline if you saw it, obviously. I know more about the Houston skyline than probably Felk does. Probably. It's weird. But you never, you hate it. You never fell in love with it. No, I did not. City smells. City smells like dirty pussy. Who, who wouldn't like that other than a gay man? <laughs> I love dirty pussy. Well, we better stop talking about all these fabulous boner moments in movies because I'm a gonna explode my dick all over <laughs> this computer. Gonna need a new computer is what is what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> gonna need a new computer. Gonna need a new computer is what it is. <laughs> Big ass dick just coming all over the place like a fucking fire hose out of control because a firefighter just can't contain the force of my ejaculation. <laughs> Huge dick, son. <laughs> swing it in your face and gonna swing it in your face and knock you, fat ass, mama bitch. Wait, what? Swing it in your face and knock you out. Wait, this is in English. <clears throat> I'm just gonna try and read each word and not have to try and make a sentence out of it. Swinging yep. in your face and knock out your fat ass mama bitch. Look out before you get popped, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, I just had to read each word as though it was a, a word rather than trying to make sentences up. Fuck, you read that brilliantly. I have a story. That was throat, temp. You know? That was literally temp. And and I sent it to Nolan. Nolan was like, yeah, that's good. Glad to know you guys are conspiring against me. Cool Boy Nation, tell us what you think about this episode's fabulous boner moments in movies. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight on our fabulous boners, then let us know. New episodes of the Cool Boys podcast come out every Tuesday. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. And like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. And you can email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. You can also donate to us on Patreon and receive additional content like Cool Boys After Dark and our full spoiler cast of Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend. It only costs a buck a month and you will receive a special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Ooh, do it. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon, where the Cool Boys have an uncensored discussion about Batman, the animated series, everything ranging from bat tips to bat nips, and all the boaters they have given us. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Felk. And that's Bizies from Ballard. And that's Bizies from Noli. I just, I'm, I'm upset that John Travolta's hair got spoiled. Because I, I know what I have for that one. Ooh. Wait, I, it legitimately came up as the next motor, so, I mean. And this episode had 
John Travolta came across legitimately in two topics. It would have been amazing if he came up in the third one because it would just been the. How crazy is that, huh? We've had some interesting situations like that. Ain't it cool? You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... I'm going to go take some Afrin. Take some Afrin! Nice! Afrin? What the fuck is Afrin? Um, okay, so if you get the nasal spray, it just uh, clears up like everything in your sinuses. But if it says, like, do one to two pumps. If I do two pumps, it burns my fucking nasal spray. Like, my, uh, my, my uh, sinuses. It just burns the fuck out of them. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> ah, strength. <laughs> the power it gives me. Okay, leave. You're, you're jacked. <sighs> Nolan, you're looking jacked. Wow, Ready? Noli. Noli. Oh, I haven't been working out. Really, honestly? No, wow. he's... I'm sorry. It's good, good lighting, then. It's good lighting, then. I guess it's good out. lighting. I haven't been working out at all. That is... That, Folks disappointed in my body right now. I'm, I'm, I haven't been working out at all, and I, I beat that easy. So <laughs> here comes Sal. I haven't been working out at all, and I've got that beat. Oh, yeah. everyone's showing their biceps now. I'd suck my own cock if I could. <laughs> Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious.